Welcome to my podcast, Only Girl on the Job Site. I'm Renee Beery, an interior designer with a passion for managing construction projects, large and small. My mission is to empower women, both homeowners and interior designers, to manage renovation projects like a pro. My goal in sharing my knowledge and experience from working in the field for the past 29 years will allow you to avoid the mistakes I have seen and go into projects confident and knowledgeable about the industry so that your projects will be as smooth and as successful as possible. So today's topic actually comes from all of you. I noticed a trend over more than probably a year. I've been asked several times, whether it's been in a webinar or through emails and DMs, for my opinion on design-build teams or all-in-one firms that offer, some of them offer architecture, interior, some even go into the construction side. And so I thought I would cover that in today's episode, because clearly there is a lot of question about how valuable that can be, the pros and cons. And for interior designers, I want you to pay attention because this includes you and possibly a direction you may take in your own career. So let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so glad you're here. So today, as I just said, this topic comes from you. This topic came up multiple times over more than a year, possibly closer to two years. And I noticed it was a trend that clearly people wanted answers to. And and I love that. And please keep sending me questions because there is just an infinite amount of information that I could cover in the broad topic of home renovation. And there are going to be times where I miss things simply because I'm covering other things. And it's not because one thing is more important than another. And I can't stress that enough. So please keep the questions coming. And trust me, there are no bad questions. And I can promise you, if you're wondering, there are others wondering too. So be the strong person, put your hand in the air and ask me the question. And who knows, maybe it will turn into a podcast episode like these did. So this all started about, I think it was close to two years ago. I first started hosting webinars and initially they were open to homeowners who wanted to learn more about managing their home renovation project, right? It seems logical. That's what I like to teach. And it was a lively, large group. And there was just this rapid fire questions back and forth and back and forth. And I was trying to keep up with all of them. And one of them sort of fell through the cracks. And the woman, thankfully, asked again, my opinion on a design build firm. Now, she didn't say if she was a homeowner or an interior designer. She didn't say if she had hired a design build team or was a part of a design build team. And frankly, it didn't matter. And for those of you who don't know me well, I will always answer honestly based on my personal experience and my personal knowledge. And so I immediately answered, it depends. And then quickly a banter back and forth started. And really what I meant by it depends was what she was hoping to gain from it. So I know this one-stop shop is an incredibly appealing concept, especially when you're undertaking something that you don't fully understand. And honestly, why I started this podcast so that you do have a deeper understanding of what you're going to be undertaking when you do a home renovation project, whether you're a homeowner or an interior designer. 
because I have plenty of interior design friends who do work for these design build companies or are considering going, quote, in-house with another larger firm. And so it really does depend what you are trying to achieve. So let's start with the pros. The pros of a design build or a larger firm that has things in-house, meaning an architecture department, an interiors department, and a lot of them now even have a construction department. Those are literally one-stop shopping, right? You likely will get bills all on the same letterhead, in the same format, at the same time, or what have you. And it's easier to keep track of it all. And for that, there's a lot of value for some people to to have that simplicity when so many other things are not that simple. Now, some of the cons are you might love, let's say it's a firm with an architecture and interiors and a construction team. You might love the architecture team, but you might not jive with the interior designer that they bring on. And I've had this happen. I've actually had clients hire me to replace that, quote, department, because they didn't get a feeling that they were all on the same page. And then the awkwardness sets in, right? Now, there's a little awkwardness on my part, which, you know, I'm a professional, I can get past that. But you're now working with an architecture team who has an in-house interior designer. And there's that potential friction. And then you have the awkwardness that the homeowner has hired this team. And likely there are fees, et cetera, all bundled together. And you might possibly be overlapping in some of the overall costs involved in this project. And I would never advocate for that. However, I also would never advocate for you to work with someone that you're not gelling with simply because it's a part and parcel group package. That would not lead to a successful project for those very reasons, right? I always want you to really gel with who you're working with from the beginning, because as you know, and as I've said many times, there's going to be friction along the way. And so starting off with this sort of weird vibe is not going to help you when the rubber meets the road and things go wrong. So in my professional opinion, I am not a huge fan of these large firms where it's all under one roof and they package it as the smoothest way to accomplish your goal. That's not to say that you might find the unicorn in the bunch and you find the one firm that has the architecture team, the interiors team, and the construction team, and you love all of them. And and if you do, then bravo. It probably will be the simplest team to go from start to middle to end because they have a working relationship, obviously. They work together every day, all day long. But I have found in my personal experience, my client's experience, and other designers that I know across the country, that that situation really is the unicorn and not the norm. So the others are smaller, right? You can sometimes have an architect and the wife is a designer, or you have the contractor and then his wife is the interior designer. Again, it can get awkward if it's not the perfect fit. And and I know this from firsthand experience. I was actually asked about maybe two years ago to go look at a project because it had stalled because they loved the contractor, but they weren't working well with his wife, who is an interior designer. And, And I'll be frank, I almost didn't go. The supervisor on the job 
was someone I had worked with in another firm for more than a decade. And he needed a favor. And he said, Renee, I just need you to come look at this project. I need this to wrap up. We're getting way behind. And I know you can help me. And that's probably the only reason I went out to look at the project. And of course, I get there and the homeowner just unloads about this other designer. And I personally don't allow for that. If you have a problem with your interior designer, don't complain to the next interior designer. That's that's really not what an appropriate form of communication. You can say things like, we didn't jive. We had different opinions on things. I think our tastes were too varied. You know, there are lots of polite ways of saying it didn't work out. But this woman just went on and on and on. And and I stopped her and I said, let's just focus on what we need to get you through. And that was awkward. The contractor was uncomfortable because his wife was essentially let go during the project. The homeowner was caught in the middle. I was certainly caught in the middle, but we, we got through it because we're a set of professionals. So there is that downside to any design build team, whether it is a large firm with an architecture team and an interiors department and a construction team to whether it's a small two-man, either an architect designer or contractor designer. And so my brutally honest opinion is I don't recommend them. Again, you may be the exception and find the perfect fit, but I have yet to see that consistently enough to really advocate for that business model in this situation. The other reason I like building an individual team is I feel there's more accountability because while I work regularly with certain architects, certain contractors, uh, and subs, there is still an accountability that I have to hold up my own end. And no one's going to do that for me. So the contractor is not going to fudge it if I've dropped things through the cracks. You know, whereas if I was married to the contractor, he might do that. He might not put the accountability where it's meant to be. And that would be on me. And I I just, I kind of like that. I just like keeping the individual trades individual. Now, as far as interior designers, I personally have worked in a large firm. I will readily admit it. You can look at my bio. It was a million years ago. I worked for a very large architecture firm and I was the director of interiors and we did commercial work predominantly. And I'll be honest, I didn't even like it then. There were jobs that I wanted us to go after that I knew I was qualified for and could really succeed with, but I wasn't sure that the architecture team was the right fit. And so we didn't go after them and and vice versa. There were some architecture projects that they really wanted and I wasn't as strong in that area. And while I was willing to learn, it just wasn't really the best fit. Now, trust me, we had plenty of work and obviously you can't get every project, but it just reinforced my thoughts that these trades are very different beasts and I think they should be independent. Now, I will say it was nice to be a part of a very large team and most of the interior designers out there are in small firms, one, two to five people, and it can be overwhelming to be everything to everybody. Um, I joked we were on vacation and my husband's team assistant was emailing him updates and things. And I said, wow, that would be awesome to have a team assistant. I said, I'm the team assistant. And he started laughing. He said, well, you do a good job. I'm like, well, thank you very much. 
So there is an appeal to having a larger entity that could help you along the way, help market for you, help you behind the scenes with design or, or production. But ultimately, I do believe that these industries are enough different that they should be separate. Now, I know a bunch of you are moaning, going, oh my gosh, I work with a design build team. And that's okay. I am not saying it's a bad decision. I am saying be aware of the pros and cons. And if you have hired a design build team and one part of the team you're not gelling with, honestly, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to speak up. Don't be afraid to say, I need to do whatever, whether that means reevaluate, that means bring in someone else, or that means just reorganize. You know, there's a variety of ways of accomplishing a, a smoother project. But if you are having those doubts that this is the dream team, I don't want you to just simply like it or lump it because as a homeowner, you're paying for this. You know, that is something I would never advocate for you to just quietly put up with something. Um, you are in charge and I want to empower you to, to realize that you sincerely are in charge, whether you feel confident on a job site yet or not. And I'm working on that. So keep listening. I want you to know that you are in charge of that. and and suffering through for the sake of just getting it over with, you are not going to have a successful project, which is possible. Now, as far as designers listening, right now, business is booming. The world is on fire. There's just more people trying to furnish and build and add on to and looking for professionals for guidance and management skills. So I don't see the need to seek out a team. Now, if you're new to the industry and you think that that will give you a leg up in your community, it's possible. It will. But for me, I was doing commercial work and it did take me a little bit further away from my center line of doing the residential work. Now, at the time, it was kind of an itch I wanted to scratch. I wanted to take on some really big commercial work and I did it. I can't say it was the highlight of my career, but I learned a whole, whole lot about HVAC systems and codes and egress. And I still apply that. And hell, that job was in the 90s. So I still apply that knowledge. So it had value in my career. It just at the time, I realized once I got in there that it really wasn't the, the red meat that I love to work on, right? It just was a little bit less exciting, a little bit more programmatic than I prefer. If you've been listening to me long enough, you know I love the, the highs and lows and all the craziness and chaos that residential design has to offer. And trust me, that's not a good thing, but it's just something I'm happy to admit or willing to admit, I should say. So designers, if you are looking for a team to help boost you uh, in the marketplace with clients or even with the local trades, there's nothing wrong in doing that. But just know, I wouldn't recommend it long-term. I think there is more for you out there on your own. Does not mean you can't continue to work with some of these architects and contractors on their own. I mean, I know for a fact that this contractor wife team, they work independently of each other. The wife doesn't always get hired. And it just was in this case, she did, and it just didn't work out. And vice versa, she'll be hired for a decorating project 
but the client isn't doing construction. So there is an opportunity to carve your own path while still under an umbrella. It's just not something I would highly recommend for a long-term position in your career. To build something, to get your feet wet, to really understand the industry firsthand, knowing that there's someone that's going to catch you in case something goes wrong, it's not a bad idea. But I don't think it's necessary if you are on the fence. Now, the other thing I want to mention for interior designers is when I meet new clients, they say, who do you work with? What contractor do you work with? And I make it very clear up front that I don't align with a specific contractor. I don't align with a specific architect either. And the reason I don't is because I don't want to be pigeonholed. I don't want to not get a job because I only work for ABC Architect or I only work with John Smith Contracting Company. You know, those are the kinds of things that I personally chose very early on when I went out on my own, that I would not align with a specific company. And I think it has proved very successful for me over the years because people do see me as independent and quite honestly, able to and happy to work with any of the architects and contractors in town. So I really would recommend And again, this entire podcast episode is truly my opinion only, and then only based on my personal experience and those that I've heard of from other designers and homeowners. So you can certainly be listening along and saying, Renee, you got it all wrong. I have the perfect setup. And I think that's amazing for you. My experiences have shown otherwise. And so for those of you that are questioning it or wanting more information about it, this is my opinion. And it is obviously just one opinion of a gazillion. But I personally have found that being independent, working as a sole interior designer has made me a stronger competitor in the marketplace than if I joined up with or aligned with a specific architect and or contractor. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't work with other interior designers, and I've always advocated for that, especially if you're new. I would much rather see you partner with an interior designer who already manages renovation projects and learn from them. I think that is an amazing tool, and I did that throughout the first 10 years of my career. And that's where I learned the most. I don't think you have to align with other closely associated trades like an architect and a contractor to get that same knowledge base. But I am always going to advocate for interior designers to boost up other interior designers because we are all stronger if we are all more knowledgeable. And that is why I share everything I can with all of you. I have no problem with you taking everything I am telling you and apply it immediately to your own projects, to your own client base, and having your businesses flourish. I really strongly don't believe that we compete with each other. I just simply don't. I did at one point. Let me be clear. Earlier on in my industry, I did think, oh gosh, you know, I'm competing with, you know, XYZ firm. And if I don't get it, it's going to be devastating to me. And it just simply never played out that way. And trust me, I didn't always get the project. But what I have learned, and please hear me, is that there was something about the project that you weren't right for. And if you're not right for a project, it won't be successful. And as a small business owner, my best marketing strategy is a referral. And so if my projects aren't successful, I can guarantee you that the referral will not be there. And if it was a bad job, it will actually be a negative referral. And that you definitely don't want. 
So to wrap this up, homeowners, if you are working with a design build team and it's going strong, then bravo. I love it. Please, actually, I'd like to hear more about it. But if you are feeling a little weird about one component of it, speak up. Try to figure out what's wrong. See if it can be worked on or improved or replaced if it really does come to that. You are in charge. This is your project and your money. So please use it wisely to make sure that your investment in your own home is successful. And interior designers, I understand the allure or the desire to be a part of a bigger team and that that might give you the leg up in your career. And And it might, but my experience is it doesn't do what you think it does. And I actually can narrow the audience that you will appeal to. So I would much rather you align with another tier designer and learn the ropes from them so that you can flourish on your own if that is what your goals are. So as always, I love these topics. And to be truthful, I never would have covered this topic had I not been asked repeatedly by all of you. So this is the perfect example of why I'm always saying, drop me a line, ask me a question. It may very well turn into a podcast that we can all learn and grow from. I can't thank you enough for your time today. And I really look forward to our next time together. Thank you for listening today and feel free to join me on social media at Davine Design in order to stay up to date on the latest happenings in my construction world. There is more detailed information on my website for my signature courses for both homeowners and designers, as well as other material to help guide you through a successful renovation project. Make sure to follow my podcast so that you get notifications of new episodes so you don't miss a tip. If you enjoyed this episode, spread the word, leave a review and tell your friends who are starting or are mid project. And thank you again for listening today.